Hello. Uh, I hope you can hear me. I'd be very upset if I can't hear this whole podcast and it's too far away. But I'm trying to keep it in a place where there's not too much noise. Um, Sorry, I'm creating noise. I definitely don't, <clears throat> I don't know. It's probably soft. I can see the waveform. Well, welcome to another podcast called Why a Raya? Because I, I find myself asking that a lot. <laughs> uh, so, what's going on with you, Maya? Why, yeah. Maya? Oh, oh, I didn't know I was the subject of the podcast. The whole thing is, it's, it's you. It's your thoughts. Did I put you on the spot? A you nervous? did, I am. I'm like getting getting in my feels. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't even know what's going on. Nothing. I'm in a void at this point. <laughs> I have no thoughts, no ideas. Um, how do you feel about school? You know, I've always really liked school. I'm one of those people that's like the opposite of other people. Like, was the teacher's pet. Like, loved school. I mean, it's, like, hard because you, like, didn't you, like, leave high school, like, almost drop out? Like, how can you like school that much? And it's, like, yeah. If people don't know my story, which they don't, anyone who's listening doesn't, <laughs> for the most part, um, Maya uh, dropped out of high school, but not really. She dropped out to go to school or complete school faster. I don't remember what your program was called, but... Um, she got her, she basically graduated high school early, went to community college, and then uh, went to university, which in itself, uh, in of itself, is, you know, very impressive. And uh, I think it's, it's quite a shame that it's not encouraged to happen more because uh, unlike Maya, I have a very different opinion. <laughs> On the education system, I believe that it is, uh, for lack of a better word, um, just, you don't have to tell them, I don't know if it's, sorry, where you have some noise concerns, but hopefully it's not coming through on the podcast, um, Araya lost his train of thought. Education. Is a thing. We all go to school. Okay, so... I'm gonna, I've been kind of wanting to talk about this. I made a few other podcasts about two to three minutes long trying to talk about it. And I don't want to make it boring. I'm trying to find a way not to. And, um... And it's hard not to jump around on this topic because there's so many... It's so fucking broad. But... What I want to kind of start is just the general overview of what people consider school to be. But actually, before I jump into that, let me, I just remember what my original thought was that I would like to finish. When I was in high school, I always tried to convince my mom to let me, let me get out of there faster. I always wanted to go straight into community college. I mean, I was, I was a fairly smart enough kid to know that if I went to community college and I could go straight to university I didn't have to really do well in high school I knew this all along you know I I knew that uh, as long as I could get accepted into a community college and uh, get my GED accepted into a community college which is I mean it's not that hard but when I was that young I didn't know that how hard it would be Um, I didn't know what, what the barrier of entry was I didn't but nonetheless completing uh, forms pretty much yeah <laughs> oh I mean that's what I found out uh so but education itself the whole paradigm has in my opinion swayed the minds of the populace to believing that if you don't follow the general track then you're fucking up somehow and well, that definitely. was that was my parents' opinion. 
And, well, my mom's opinion. Well, that was definitely my parents' opinion. Besides my mom. That was my whole family's opinion. Was that, like, I was a fuck-up. Like, and I was gonna go nowhere in life. I mean, look at me now. They're super proud. But it's, like, back then, they, like, disowned me for, like, three months. They were, like, you, you're going nowhere. Yeah, and that that's... It's sad, because I, that's not their opinion. You know? Yeah. It's not their... It's, it's, it's the opinion of the public that's forced onto them. And it's an opinion that's not made with, like, clairvoyant thought or any real justification beyond the means of hearsay and and uh i guess public discourse and it's sad because you look at you look at all these bright minds and you look at the statistics and you look at these educational systems especially in nevada where where it ranks i don't know if this is true anymore you could look it up actually um if you can look up like where nevada ranks in education i'm pretty sure we're second I think we dropped down to first once. I mean, by second in, like, education, I mean second to last. <laughs> like, oh, okay. literally the worst. I was like, you worst. think you're that good in no, education? I was like, Nevada is nowhere near that. Literally the, literally the worst states. <laughs> like, And it's so mind-blowing to me that... I, everyone goes through the school system. Yet somehow they convince people, and everyone for the most part hates it. But somehow when you get out of the school system, you have this reverse effect where you get so enthusiastic that you no longer have to deal with it. Especially our parents' generation, who most of them don't didn't go to college. At least my mom didn't go to college. And... They lose sight of what it meant to be in high school. They lose sight of how shitty that whole experience was. And they forget that although that there were... My mom always likes to bring up like, well, they hit us in high school. They could still spank us and blah, blah, blah. Like... Nevada is 44th. Out of 50 states. Mm -hmm. That's so insane. That we went up though. Probably because the Tesla factory's there. I don't know how those rankings are carried out, though. I mean, California is only 26. That's still substantially higher. I mean, yeah, but... I don't know, I always kind of... Maybe I'm just biased because I've always lived in California, but I always kind of thought California was the best. But it looks like it's actually Massachusetts. Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder what that is. Um, I think Massachusetts is really expensive to live. I have no idea. I've never thought about living on the East Coast. I didn't even know Massachusetts was a state. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, if Massachusetts doesn't sound like a small state, isn't it? Um, do we need to look at a map? Yeah. I think I'm just proving oh, that Nevada is definitely 44th. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't you have to do, like, the states and their capitals? I got an A. But, like I was telling you earlier, is there's something with me where I can't remember the names of places... I'm pretty sure it's one of the small ones. Near, like, Rhode Island. Well, yeah. It's a... Yeah. It's in I that little cluster. I just wanted to show you, like, where it was. But it's so small, it shouldn't be considered a state. Like, how many Massachusetts could fit in Nevada? A lot, probably. Like, I feel like Massachusetts is the size of Reno. Oh, uh, this map isn't complete. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not finding a good state map at this point that I can zoom in. What on. kind of state map isn't complete? It's like a complete. It's like cutting it off. Oh, weird. Um, okay. What is the state of? What is? We need one of the screens like Joe Rogan has, where I can just look at it. Unless you both bring it up. Um, Do you know what the capital of Massachusetts is? Oh, here it is, Boston. Duh, duh. Yeah, it's that one right there. People in Massachusetts, if they're listening to this, are fucking yelling. Especially those yeah. Bostonians. Those Bostonians, they have so much pride. They're like, how dare you not know where Massachusetts is? Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! They're, so- they're screaming at their iPhone. Literally. I'm driving their cabs that don't exist anymore. Um. Anyways, that that's diverting a little far from the point, but the school system in general if we're starting there, it's just insanely fucked. It's so fucked, and there's so many different ways to say it's fucked. When I was going to high school, 
um, one of the main things I despise the most, aside from, so I'm going to outline a few problems, is there's a problem with, there's a fundamental problem, and that's the way kids are educated and the way education's carried out. The, 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 and, and by that, I mean there's a problem with uh, that literal curriculum that we're using to teach kids. And there's a problem with the ideology behind the curriculum and why we decide that these are the things kids need to learn. And there's there's a problem with the 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 reason, um, at least I'm not sure if this is true, but I keep hearing it become more predominant as as a theory. But and it, it makes so much sense. Uh is the way schools were uh, invented, the the purpose behind their invention. Sorry, I'm back now. I uh, took a break to blow my nose, even though it probably is uh, unnoticeable. Uh, I believe I left off saying that the, the the third point is like the creation of schools, why they're created, and like what the problem with that is. And, um, I've always heard that, like, Rockefeller was involved and, and he created a board of trustees that, uh, decided upon a curriculum that was designed to, uh, essentially teach people just enough to be good factory workers. And then I've heard other things that necessarily says that's not exactly true, but, uh i believe if you can look it up i think there's a um a document what do you want me to look up a document uh <clears throat> in the some founding document of the board of education or some government document that states the reason schools or the purpose of the educational system is to create quality factory workers. I believe there's a document that says explicitly that. If you could find something, uh, I would look up, like... Do you know how old that is? Do you know how old, like, school, the school system is? 1920s. Way longer. <clears throat> the schools have been around forever. Not in America. Uh, well, they've been around since the 17th century, so... Well, there's been educational systems, but they're mostly, like, church things. So, the schools are very related to church organizations. But then, during the industrial age, uh, from what I've heard is, and this is all just, you know, hearsay. Because uh, I've never done real research on the foundation, or like, why schools were founded. But, I think around, like, the 1920s, uh, there was a huge push... Uh, because of industrialization to create quality factory workers. They were just too stupid <laughs> to basically manage the factory and they weren't subordinate enough. Um, and they also uh, I think they just had a problem with what they wanted to do with kids during the day because kids could just run free. There was, like I don't think education was mandatory. Um so now that we have a compulsory school system, which means you're forced to go to school, it's and it's by law, if your parents don't make you go to school, like they can get arrested, which I think is disgusting. And and a lot of people would disagree with that, but I think it's uh, a facet of the indoctrination of what we believe education is. And and I'll try to I guess at least convince those people why it, it, Forcing kids to go to school might be a bad thing. So as far as like how how school <laughs> systems are run, what'd you find? Here's what I found. The common school movement paralleled the industrialization of American cities. As such, the public schools were seized on as a tool for the transformation of children into complacent workers. So basically Yes. But who is that by? Like, is that a government thing? Like, authorized? This is the foundation for economic education. Like, .gov or .com? It's in .org. Anybody can write a .org. But, um... Can you find anything, like, like .gov-wise? 
I mean, what is the government going to say about itself? You want a government document? I'm like, I don't think yeah. you're going to be able to find that. I think you might. I think that's, like, the whole point is, like, there was an actual government document that said, like, by the people who created, like, some of the first institutions that schools are... And and then the purpose for, from what I know, is that, like, higher education, colleges, were made for overachieving individuals who were able to run or head factories. And so... um, But I think also in the history, what's really interesting is... So, college colleges kind of manifested themselves because books were so sparse so people would get a book that was popular in terms of like in terms of intellectual literature and they'd go and they'd give a lecture which was basically just a speech to people who were illiterate or couldn't read or couldn't afford the book and then I'm not sure if those were paid lectures. I'm pretty sure you could probably just show up. But very few people were interested in those sorts of things because not many people had the, the foundation to even understand a lot of what was being said. Uh, and then so universities started, <clears throat> I think, because of the popularity of those things and getting them to wider audiences. And they had like a, a cultivation of intellectual thought. But then a lot just like a lot of good ideas those are all subverted into these uh business plans for economic gain and that didn't really seem to happen in a a malevolent way until around like the 90s when education just became so insanely expensive which in part is a whole other reason and I'm going to go back to the original topics, but just to finish this thought, while I'm thinking about it, is what is really insane to me. I was watching Adam Ruins Everything, which is a great show. I recommend anybody to go look at those clips. Uh, They're fascinating because of just all the things that are commonly held beliefs. He kind of explains why you you shouldn't believe them anymore and gives fairly uh persuasive evidence for almost all of them it's pretty well fact-checked um but so one of the one of the facts that uh i saw on the one he did about universities that i found so troubling is universities uh the government Originally, when universities started becoming too expensive for the common person, there wasn't enough skilled laborers. So during the Nixon era, they, um, I think Nixon put in a bill that said, um, that, that allowed for like government grants and government funded um, education. So now people had free money to go to college. Which which was really good for the most part for a while until the government didn't want to bear that burden anymore and then they let privatized industries take over. And um, what happened at that point is when privatized industries started making money and the way our economic system is, which is a whole other conversation in itself, there is an incentive for perpetual growth. And that incentive is what made these companies do malevolent things like the example that was given in the show where they would hire people to work at universities not the university but these loan companies that would give student loans to kids would hire people and tell them to get jobs at universities loan reps and they would go work for the financial part of the school, the school recruiters, or the financial departments. And they would <laughs> basically encourage kids to take loans from the companies that they were also hired by. So you have basic, what it is, is these, inf- what do you call them, informants, double agents? Like what is it? It's so it's so cr- conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. There's a I know, paper but when you it. say words like double agent, it's but isn't that? But that's what they were. 
they were literally double agents. They were an agent for the university trying to get kids to go to the school. They and they worked u- two jobs and they had ulterior motives. But what's a double agent aside from that? You just made it just sounds so like conspiracy theory. Like you could say it in a much more It's a buzzword. But yeah. But I think it I think it I think the buzzword's necessary here because people should be alarmed by that. And just because it happened then doesn't mean it's not happening now. These are concurrent things. If not so, probably even more, you know. I think that study was done in 2012. Like, it's not, this is recent. And so what happens is universities get all these kickback from these loan companies as well, which is crazy. But aside from that, I thought that was just a startling fact that the that the universities they're definitely not checking on their employees enough especially their their representatives for the school to see like what they're doing they probably don't care because they're incentivized to get kickbacks from these companies they're probably in bed with them anyways and they probably aren't looking into uh fixing that problem and i think that's i think that in itself is so disgustingly alarming and should be so illegal and because when when we're talking about education we're talking about the ability for people to create a better future and then when we talk about how expensive universities are we're looking at these huge barriers of entry that the majority of the population can't even Imagine and, and and that's the thing about the loans is they give people this false idea that they can get into a university because it sounds like these loans are like a godsend. But then they're the only type of loan where it's one of the worst loans you can get. Like they, they can come after you and they can take out money from your paychecks for the rest of your life. So in, in most people in university... Unless you get a substantially good job, the amount that they're going to be taking out of each paycheck, plus your taxes, it's not it's not subsidized where it's like, oh, don't worry about your taxes, you're already paying. No, it's a whole, and there's not other loans that do that. Most people can default or go bankrupt. You can't do that with these. These follow you to death, and then they'll attack your fucking children for it, or whoever else has to pay it after you die. These, It's so evil. It's really fucking evil. And there, it's a lot of money. This isn't like small loans. This is m- loans that most small businesses get to start business. Like this, these are fucking insane, insane amounts of money. And the interest it accrues is ungodly. Um, and they're sneaky as fuck too. They overcharge you, and you don't. And there's all these creepy plans that they have. Nonetheless, um, oh, and by the way, these loan companies also. And this is another fucked up part because these institutions have these loan companies and I'm affected by this personally. You can't, or I can't say you can't, but a lot of people are not given government grants that they could use because the schools already use these different, these different outside loans. So this is the, this, yeah. This is why I'm affected by this. It's because out-of-state students who go to California, I don't even get FAFSA here. They yeah, won't cover the, it. That's the problem. It's not loan companies. You're associating no. two non-correlative things. There's also the reason that they don't give any uh, state grants to out-of-state students. You can only get a state grant. You can only get a California grant here. Yeah, because I'm from California. My state should give me money. But if you're, if you're an out-of-state student... You can't get money to go here. There's no money you can get you here unless you have a sp- scholarships. Yeah, but that's a that's a whole different thing. Those are but private. You can't you can't claim it on loan companies. That's not. Well, the Aaron ruins everything. Had a paper about it. Okay. So, I'm not exactly sure what that paper outlined. It was briefly talked about in the episode, 
But that was another thing that I discussed is how because of these loan companies, students were less accessible to federal grants. And then, and federal, and then the amount of federal grants became fewer because of these loan companies. Because they pay off the colleges. And it's, it's a really fucked up system. And, um, but aside from that, when we're going back and we're talking about high school and all the things, so I, I mentioned three things. There's education and how it's, uh, it's like the, the curriculum itself, the fundamental philosophy behind it, and then why school started. And those are the three concepts that, that are just inherently wrong with schools to begin with. And I'll, I'll talk about them later. But aside from that, when I was in high school, what made me the most upset, and I think is the most alarming, um, is the administration. Administration in schools, at least this is a uh, self-anecdotal experience because I haven't done the research on other school administrations, but the way they treat students, they treat them like they're in prison. They treat them... Like, and, and the fact that schools still have, uh, you know, these, um, okay, I was really going to be sad if I did turn it back on. Um, I was just checking to make sure the podcast wasn't on pause. Um, what's really, what's really upsetting is that there's still schools that make people have dress codes and, and, and the way that they subject students to dress codes and, and, and not just dress codes, but also, uh, uniforms. I think uniforms are insane. What an insane thing. And that only gives more cadence to the idea that these are institutions designed to train people to work in, uh, you know, warehouse jobs. But I also hear the argument every time I say uh, schools are designed to make people work in warehouse jobs, I hear the, I, I, I can hear in my head, people yelling at me. Well, most people are going to work in warehouse jobs. Most people are going to have blue collar jobs, right? And and what I have to say to that is that's only because they're trained to do that. I most warehouse jobs, and you, and you can look towards I think Norway or Sweden. But as society advances, what happens is the blue collar jobs. The average jobs, like working at McDonald's, as technology and society advances, those jobs become less abundant because machines can do them. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality of the situation. And then you have huge swaths of people who have particular skills at what they used to do, but they don't apply to anything. They don't apply to anything that would be useful for them aside from the old job that they had in that factory. Unless they have their own skills that they've built up through the years that are unrelated. Right. And, and I, I just don't think that's a, good, a quality argument. I think it's very short-sighted to think that way. Uh, and it's kind of scary because I think that argument in itself shows... What, in my opinion, is is in a way a brainwashing of people to think that the educational system is so is it should be mandatory, and I don't know. It's just it's just gross, especially with administration. I I, I have a few anecdotes, and I've always thought there's this great case called the Zimparo case study, where it's basically they take a bunch of college kids. And they make one set of the college kids prison guards, and they make the other ones prisoners. It's like a standard, every psychology student on the face of the planet knows this study. Yeah, and even if you're not a psychology student, you probably heard someone that was a psychology student bring Talk it up. About this, yeah. yeah. But, but well, as soon as I learned about that, that st- and, uh, and, and if you're not aware, what happens is what they found is people in positions of extreme power... Uh, like like a prison guard would be to an inmate typically tend to abuse that power and in the study 
It, it couldn't even go on more than two weeks because the prison guards were basically inhumanely treating their <laughs> which they're still both they're still all aware they're college students and, and they're they still all aware given more direction as to just keep them in their cells yeah it was never abuse them they never had use this use that it was just keep them in your cell. very basic instructions and all of the people that were assigned as guards like it was random assignment nobody was chosen to be a guard they were randomly assigned whether they were a guard or a prisoner and the guards just um, totally went mad with power Mm -hmm. i think i don't remember if this is true but i think even one of the prisoners like a few days in was chosen to be a guard and then then he and then he did it and then he did the same thing that he was like basically crying for one of the one of the prisoners left i think within a day yeah and sued Zimbardo and, and uh, where was this? It was Stanford, right? Stanford, yeah. Sued Stanford for, uh, I, what is that? Mental abuse? What do they consider it? What's that case that you can... Emotional? Emotional abuse. Yeah. And, um, but they were doing things like making them do push-ups, wearing derogatory shirts, getting naked, calling them gay, or were they having to do perform almost lewd acts on each other? They were doing really mm-hmm. fucked up things, and this was all. They, 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 the fuck, the most crazy thing is they all knew that this was being filmed the entire time. They knew it was an experiment, and you know, and and just to think, and then. Another thing is you have anecdotes from former security guards or even current security guards that are ballsy enough to speak that say like, oh, it's way worse in prisons. You know, like it's it's almost incentivized to be this way, and especially when you're working with real criminals that like you almost need to demean them. Uh, and I, I don't necessarily agree with that statement, but what's, what's um, really fascinating about that is I've always attributed that to the reason the administration in the school acts the way they do the way i've seen the administration act and change teacher one of the things that really changed my mind is i had that there's this teacher i really liked and she was always like the nicest sweetest lady mm-hmm. and uh i remember her just being like really kind to everybody and and always like even if we got in trouble with the administration, she would like you know like write us pat like let us get, kind of do things we're not allowed to do, right? Like get out of class a little early or get a pass to go do this or whatever things that are definitely not allowed, but never like super not allowed where it was like illegal that she shouldn't have been doing that like like nothing bad but it's just like nice te- cool teacher shit mm-hmm. and she's always really nice to everybody, but. She became the most, she got a job as an administrator, and she became the most insane, aggravated, like, cutthroat administrative, like, person in our school, aside from this guy named Murdoch, which I will say his name, fuck that guy, um, god, like, really fuck that teacher. He was such a cunt, but she was also a cunt. I don't... Her name was Miss Kelly. Miss Kelly fucking hated her after that. Um, but, and she, like, things, and they're like, well, you probably were fucking up and do Like, no, like, walking to class too slow or, st- like, walking to class and stopping to get a drink at a water fountain, she would stop you and berate you for doing that. She would stop you and tell you, you're going to be late to class, and if you're late to class, I'm going to write you up, and you're going to have detention. It's like, dude, I am drinking, it's, I have five minutes. Like, I'm not, I don't have to run into class. There's no law. Like, like, what are you doing? And she would just harass people. And she would, like, she would stop and have conversations with students, and then if the bell rang, she would write them up. Oh my god. Yeah, things like that, like that bad. And, I mean, I'm sure by the time we get popular, she doesn't work there anymore. It's been a long enough period of time. Yeah. But, I mean, I think she should have got fired, in my opinion. 
<laughs> I don't think she I, I don't feel bad if she does get fired I feel bad for people to lose their livelihoods because of mistakes that they made because I know how easy it is as a person to get clouded judgment and fall into grooves because I know how weak our uh, psychology is at points and I also don't feel bad because you know karma's a bitch and like sometimes sure. that's the only way you learn um there's this one story, and I don't know if I ever told you this story, but it's fucked up and the funniest story at the same time. I'm at least in my, it's hard to preface a story with the funniest <laughs> of all time. Because now I have a high bar. I've set a really tall bar so for myself. I mean, but if I'm not in dying hysterics, it's not the funniest. It's not funny like that. It's funny like, what the fuck funny? Like, seriously? Let's go ahead. Come on. Um, I have a group of friends in at lunch. Mm-hmm. We're not. I mean, we weren't always the best kids. And this is this story. I'll preface it with this: is the, the administration never fucked with me after this. Um. I had a group of friends. It, uh, I guess I should leave them nameless in case we get big. I I don't know if they. I I honestly I know them. I don't think they would give a fuck. But, um. We're all sitting, and there's these other group of guys that we didn't like. They always sat next to where we sat. We sat at these stairs outside of the theater, and it was in a hallway, where there's only one hallway to have lunch. And we're sitting, we're talking, and we see this apple roll down the stairs in front of us. And uh, we look at it, and there's a bunch of dicks on this apple. A bunch of dicks just drawn on the apple and marker. You're about to laugh. It's pretty... It's silly as fuck, right? And so... We're laughing at the apple. What do you think? It's fucking hilarious, right? That's the... That's the fucking stupid. Like, there's dicks on this. It's just so random, right? Yeah. And then the lunch lady walks by and picks it up. And now we're fucking... Not the lunch lady. The janitor walks by, picks it up. And now we're dying hysterically. Because the look on her face is like she was just dick slapped by Jesus. Like, she is... Like... So insanely, like, she, like, I can see the fire burning in her eyes, like, all the years that she spent as a lunchwoman, or, or just, just whatever torment in her soul, she is gonna take out on everyone around her right now, because of this incident. Like, this is just the last straw that, like, broke the camel's back for this lady. And she turns to us, and she's like, you show these dicks on this apple! And then we're like, no, we did it. No, we did it. And then... She's like, ah, you're rah, 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 rah. like, I don't remember the exact, it was so long ago, I don't remember exactly what happened, but we knew it wasn't us. We were all sitting here, no one drew dicks on an apple, we're all eating, we just saw it roll in front of us down the stairs, and that's when she picked it up. What we do know, or at least what we've always hypothesized, is that these people, these two kids behind us, and we knew them, but we weren't associated with them, we didn't even like them, really, mm-hmm. and... We think they drew the dick on the apple. And we the only reason we even had to suspect that that was the case is because of what happened after. I don't remember how many days. I think it was just two days. But then maybe it was the next day. But my friend comes back to school. And um, we'll call him Jack. Jack comes back to school and he tells me, he says, did you get a call last night? I was like, no. He's like, they called my mom and told her I'm facing sexual harassment charges. Oh my god. Because of an apple covered in dicks. (laughs) And I started laughing, but I was also like, what the fuck? You know? And then in my teenage brain, I was a little bit about me is I was always the type of kid who would look in the our binder basically had the administrative rules for the dress code in it so anytime my friends would get in trouble for dress code violations I would look it up and see if they were real because I knew a lot of it was just bullshit and then I would be the guy I'd go there and be like you can't get him in trouble for this and I got like a few of my friends literally out of trouble because I'm like it's not in the rules 
So the administration already didn't like me, and I was already that kid who was like kind of like a pseudo lawyer for my friends. And so I was like, we're gonna fight this shit. And I, like the first thought that came to mind, I was like, that's illegal. You can't you can't call someone without evidence. It wasn't you. What evidence does the school have? There's cameras right where we were sitting that show it wasn't us, right? Let alone Jack was on the other side of everybody and the, where the apple rolled down, there's no way he, it came from him to right. begin with. <laughs> um, so his mom's also a cop and she said it was illegal. So it backed up my claim. So I felt super superior. Yeah. <laughs> and so his mom got fucking pissed. And she's like, if if anything happens further, like, I'm going to have to come in and, like, yell at some people. So uh, I think it was, like, maybe a few days. It's so long ago that my timeline of what happened is a little blurry. But nonetheless, the main point is... In the preceding days, we go in and we, I I talk to them and I'm like, hey, uh, we it was called the uh, student services where basically you would just get in trouble there. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, I think now they call it the corral, which is fucking retarded. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, we went in there and we were like, hey, um. So, my friend got a call that we think is illegal, and it, and we just want to, uh, you know, see why he got this call, right? And then she's like, okay, well, what, what was the call about? And she was kind of, like, being nice about it. And we were like, well, they called his mom and said that he's facing sexual harassment charges, and he has the voicemail. He has the fucking voicemail with him. Or maybe he doesn't have it with him. I think he had it on his phone and he was like, he could, he had it saved. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't think it was with him. But, uh, so we go in there and she's like, well, uh, it does look like there was a call from our office, but we don't make, we don't make accusations like that. So it was probably a prank call. That's what the administration said to me and my, oh my friend. God. So he told his mom that, and then she called them and got super angry. Yeah. And we thought it was over for like a week. We thought this whole problem was done. And then, which I think is the absolute like epitome of of comedy, <laughs> but just absurdity in the way the school system thinks. Fucking Miss Kelly takes me out of class I'm like okay like what did I do and I'm not the best kid so I think I'm in trouble for something else <laughs> so I'm like fuck what did I do and and then she's like pull out your planner and I was like okay and so she like kind of like rips it out of my hands and she's like going through it like flipping through it really fast and I was like what are you doing and she's like I'm looking to see if there's any drawings in here that match those of the apple and i'm like what the fuck you're looking to see like you're looking to see if i drew some dicks in my planner and that's somehow gonna be correlative evidence like are you gonna forensically check like the way i drew like the like i'm not making this up it's so fucking absurd it took everything in my being not to just laugh in her face like i was uh, like almost in tears like like laugh like <laughs> I was like trying to hold it in. I was like and then I got mad at her. I was like, look, you took me out of class for what? Or you know, running out of time. Oh, we have fifteen minutes. Um I'm gonna try to wrap this stuff story up really quick and then get finish up my main point. We might come back to this next podcast. The school system is quite quite a long topic that I wanna delve a little bit deeper into. We could even run long, but we should try to keep them an hour. Um, what I... And this it didn't just happen to me. Apparently, there's four of us involved, I think, or maybe three, that were in this situation. 
Jack and my other friend, um, Steve. Steve, I can't. His name is so such a typical name. <laughs> it's like oh, I can't say that. I couldn't think of another one. Um, so Jack and Steve are uh, getting pulled out of their classes too by other administrators to see if they have any dicks drawn in their planners. Turns out none of us had any dicks drawn in their planners, like our planners. Yeah, makes sense. And then. We were just so upset. Like, I was like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, it's been a week. They, they told us it was done, and then they pull us out of class. And, and, like, I'm not one that, like, tries to say, oh, I need to be in class. I was kind of happy to get pulled out of class, but not for something like this. And, and so I got mad at them, and I went down to the thing. I went with Jack again, and um, we set up a meeting with fucking Murdoch, which I call him Murdercock. Which is a, a death clock joke, but um, it, a little inside joke for school. Anyways, uh, we we set up this meeting, and I'm like, look, I think it's very upsetting that you disrupted our education, our valuable education, to take us out of a class to look for dicks drawn in our binders for something you said that we were cleared of. You said no one's going to get in trouble further. And they were threatening to, like, suspend us. You know, like, mm-hmm. they, we, were, we were, like, serious trouble. Like, allegations. Yeah. Like, kind of trouble. And so I was like, so I demand to see what proof you have. And he's like, oh, well, we, we have security footage of it. And I was like, I know you do. I know there's a camera right in front of where it happened. Like, why isn't this just resolved yet? And so he has his laptop. And this is one of my greatest regrets. But he has his laptop. And I think it's just because I'm a stupid high schooler at this point. But he's like, I was like, I want to see the footage. And I'm going to get the school in trouble if you made us go through all this trouble. And, and like, this is a huge issue. And this will make fucking headlines. Like, people will be like, what the fuck? Like, this is a funny, ridiculous story that people are going to not... <laughs> like, it's going to be very popular. So, I'm like, I demand to see the footage. And so, he's about to open up the laptop, and he's like, well, I have the footage right here. I'm going to pull it up. And we're in the police office with police officers. It's already an intimidating situation for a high schooler. Like, there's fucking two people with guns in front of us for some reason. Like, why are we in here? Like, if it's on his laptop, there's no reason to be in the police fucking office. <laughs> Like, it's just, it's pure intimidation, now that I think back. And he opens up the laptop, and he's like, but I think as an administration, we've decided no one's at fault, and we're just going to let this slide by, and no one's in trouble. And I was like, I mean, all right, we're done. And we're like, he's like, we're, we're, we're sorry. And, and he closes the laptop and he's like, I think we're done. Uh, is there any more questions you have for us? And I was like, this isn't going to be brought up anymore? Like, completely gone? And I, he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, and he's like, couldn't I offer? <laughs> I think he offered to buy us lunch. It was so fucking weird. And I felt so intimidated at, in that moment when I think back that like I was just like, okay, it's over. And relieved that that you know we left, but I know he didn't have any fucking footage on his goddamn laptop, and I know for a fucking fact if he did, it would have shown that we were right this whole time. Right. <laughs> like it's just such an insane situation to me. And then the funniest thing is the administration never fucked with me again because I would bring up that story. I would be like, remember the apple. Remember the fucking dick apple? The dick apple. That's great. But, yeah. How much time we got? We got 10 minutes. 10 minutes is probably a good a good time to wrap this up. Um, so that was a little anecdote from high school. And, and one of the clearer reasons I hate the administration. There's actually a, a lot more reasons that I despise administration that I think are 
that one was in so it's just such a fucking slapstick kind of humor yeah ridiculous story but um but education is a serious issue and and I think too many people are aligned with this this idea of how institutions should be run or at least that like aligned with like institutions are always right there's schools this is the right thing to do we went through it you should go through it so there's a survivor bias which is like a real thing and and I remember feeling that way I remember like my cousin went to Damani high school and and he was like every time he brought up something about the administration I was like you should have seen him back when I was in school like <laughs> and it's, it's, it's survivor, survivor bias is a real fucking thing and I do the same thing but but I've never forgot my experience and, and this Zimbardo thing always came to me because it's like I think that's one of the clearer reasons I don't think the administration really should have any power over the students I don't think that's what they're there for Especially, like, in college. You don't get in trouble with the administration unless you cheat. That's the only type of trouble kids should get in unless they literally do something illegal. Yeah. And by illegal, I mean illegal in terms of, like, police involvement illegal. Mm -hmm. Not, we don't like the way you're acting. We don't like that you said a bad word. Those are ridiculous reasons to get children in trouble, especially when schools are... What most people try to say schools are for is preparing kids for the real world because, I mean, if that's truly what they're for, then they're completely failing, (laughs) right? Because I don't think school is remotely designed for the real world, aside from getting you ready for your fucking shitty factory job. Um, But going back to the fundamental reasons of why education is bad is... And we'll delve really deep into this probably the next podcast because uh, I, th- I, th- I might need a whole podcast just to talk about these specific things and uh, kind of where I want to take the direction of some of the stuff I want to do in the future. Um, that's not necessarily like part of the podcast, but will uh, be in an, part promoted through the podcast especially uh, to just gain awareness uh, if we, when we start growing an audience. And that is um, redesigning the educational systems in, in more uh, conducive ways to the way reality works. Um, I think there's a huge failing in their part in understanding basic principles of how people learn and applying those to the curriculum. I think there's a huge failing in the way curriculum is designed in terms of being engaging and in promoting creativity, which uh, leading neuroscience in creativity shows that it's the fundamental driver for innovation uh, in basically any facet of, of uh, uh, business or tech, or any type of industry, really. And, and, you can't, you can't make schools be prisons and expect to have quality results, especially when you look at prisons and (laughs) you just create, like, fucking reoccurring prisoners. And I think our schools are becoming more like prisons. I think we, I think people, when they get out of school, have no incentive to talk about it or think about it anymore. And then they put their kids in it, and then they get mad at their kids for not doing well. And we never address the problems. In the way, there's so many problems, the funding and everything else. But, um, there's, it's it's really interesting to me. And I don't think I have enough time to really start talking about uh, exactly how they want to reform the educational system but I, I will just talk a little bit more about the ultimate goal of the things I want to do is I want I really want to branch out and start talking to individuals I think there's a, if you could look it up really fast 
I think there's an individual at Stanford, actually, or it might be Yale, but he does a lot of research in education. Uh, are you leaving? No. <laughs> you can leave. What are you doing? Trying to run away? No. Um, now I made her where she feels like she can't move. <laughs> uh, but I want to start really looking at what I think is the, the trifecta of uh, the, a starting point for, for real reform in, in society, and that's looking at how we can make businesses better, how we can make research better, and how we can make education better. And I think they're so uniquely tied together because they're stratified. You get educated, you do research, and you, and then, and you, you, you go to a business, you know. And there's, there's different routes in between there, but I think they're so intertwined and they're so integrated into the facets of society and and the efficiency of society and and how society works that they're very important foundational starting points for change um but aside from that uh on a lighter note uh if you go to our twitter i messaged kanye and I said, uh, in light of recent events uh, regarding dragon blood and the president, President Trump, you weren't aware of who the president was. Uh, <laughs> if you're not aware of the situation, Kanye basically tweeted at Trump, uh, yo, me and Trump, we got dragon blood. And then President Trump tweeted back, Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. <laughs> Which I think is probably one of the best responses of all time. So, uh, keeping with the spirit of hashtag not my president, I would like everyone to start getting, get, get the hashtag not my Jesus trending. That again, hashtag not my Jesus. Not my, my Jesus. Y-E-E. Z-U-S. If you could start burning your Yeezys, that would be the best statement of all time. I will I... not burn my Yeezys. Yeah, that's a lot of money, huh? Yeah. I kind of like them. Mm. What would I wear in lab? What would I wear in lab if I burned my Yeezys? I only have one pair of tennis shoes. Hashtag not my girlfriend. I guess not. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it's super. I don't, I see. Here's I don't give a fuck about Kanye. I I've never really listened to. I've never really liked his music. People call him like <laughs> the greatest artist of our gen generation, and I think that's just some fucking. Uh, I think that's a lot of people just getting on the bandwagon of saying that statement. I think certain statements become popular, and I think if you give a fuck about music, you 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 realize that Kanye's lost his touch. I think he was good at one point when he was still a down to earth individual. I think it's I think it, don't get me wrong. I think he makes good songs, you know. But I, deem him the greatest. It, it's really silly. Uh, I think there's a lot of bandwagoning when it comes to him, and it's almost like he's a meme. Like it's a meme to like him. It becomes so popular, like somebody, it almost becomes a meme. Uh, so, so yeah, hashtag not my Yeezus. Let's get that trending. Let's get, <laughs> the goal is to really see if Kanye will respond to anybody who says that. I think that would be an amazing tweet to see. Um, but it's about that time. I would like to say thank you for everyone that was listening. Uh, if you enjoyed it, we're, oh, we're not on iTunes really quick. 
uh, try to get this in 30 seconds. We're now on iTunes. We're going to be uploading every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can find us on iTunes by typing in Why Araya. And then it should pop up uh, the Why Araya podcast. And uh, just give us a five-star uh, review, write a little nice comment so the algorithm will pick us up and promote us if you want us to be promoted and if you like us. I love you very much. Thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day. I don't have anything to say. Bye. Wow, that was rude. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye.